Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Crystal Core Radio Podcast. Brian and Chris here today talking about the state of the Criterion Dungeons, how we feel about them, how the community's talking about them. And then we're also going to talk about uh, my uh, video that I released uh, just yesterday about how I'm moving on from the world of Final Fantasy XIV. Two topics, some meaty stuff to be talking about here. Uh, I saw in our Discord, a lot of people were like, wait, Brian's not playing 14 anymore? Which, if you've been following your content, that's kind of like, that's not a revelation. It's no, nobody who's actively active involved in the community is like, but what? Um, but essentially there were some concerns. And so I, I tried to reassure them on Discord that like you told me when I told you, that you're like, you've never been more in love with Final Fantasy XIV. You've never been having this much fun with the game in your yep. entire history of playing it. So I was like, no, nah, Chris has got you covered, you know, so uh, we're going to still be doing that. But that's going to be kind of something we'll talk about. Uh, just some of the thoughts we've had, some of our plannings that we've got going on. Uh, if you guys are watching here on uh, the YouTubes, be sure to check us out on Twitch. Chris is live, probably with Final Fantasy XIV, but... You're going to get more than just 14 knowledge. This guy knows WoW, Guild Wars 2. So much so that anytime anybody talks to you about Guild Wars, they're usually like, what in the hell, you know? <laughs> I just made it to the top 50,000 global for achievements on Final Fantasy 14. Bah, 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 and I'm number 1,000 on Sargatanas. Hell to the yes. So Chris has been crushing it. He's got some really interesting goals. So he's a great place to hang out with. And so, uh, yeah, we'll talk more about that here in the second part. I want to bring up Criterion. Uh, this is the hard mode dungeons the community has been asking for for a very, very long time. We finally now have access uh, to the system, both the variant Criterion and the Savage mode. You and I have got to go hands-on with it. And as I work to finish up the final six controller guides, that's where I'm stepping in to put the put them to the test. You know, like finish up Dragoon, Monk, etc. But Chris you've spent more time with the criterion system than i have so far what what's your what's your initial hot take i i love it i i love it i think it's overall a brilliant thing for the game um there's room for it to improve uh some of the ways i want it to improve would really be best if they were done after the second or third iteration anyway so like we haven't even missed those kind of off ramps per se like there you know if the system as a whole gets a really big like overall reward system, you would add that once we have more than one Criterion Dungeon. So yeah. like, maybe we won't get that and then I can be upset, but there's no reason to be upset now. I can be upset in the future if they choose not to do that. So like, some of the things are just things I want later. Um, there are some things I want now. Like what? Uh, so I, I would love to personally see it somehow tied to the power increase um in a slight way so mm. either adding a new item level inter iteration just below savage um maybe a couple levels low we typically run in fives but there's no reason that we couldn't have like a 628 um so that when you kill the first boss that can help you with the second boss because it turns out the first boss uh is asking a lot of non-savage players uh either that or using it as a better tome source the tomes per clear like really you'd still need to go do your hunts so if I am willing to grind Criterion each week, that should kind of resolve a pretty big chunk of my tomes. Um, and that could be done through weekly challenge log. That could be done through having the final chest drop a ton of tomes, something like that. Or it could become a source of those kind of crafting ingredients uh, a little bit. Or, so maybe that's where like the twines come from or mm -hmm. something. So so I'm really not like the loot expert in how that doesn't break anything. But it's it's be, it looks like it's always going to be released roughly eight weeks into the Savage grind. Which means at that point, like a lot of groups have at least cleared the full tier. Plenty of people are clearing the first boss, the second boss, multiple, multiple times. 
Um, it doesn't feel outrageous if they're going to tune it this hard to put some item level, if they're going to make it item level relevant. If it's not yeah. going to be item level relevant, like if they're just going to sink us like Bosja, then it doesn't need to drop gear if they don't want it to. Like the, no, nothing matters at that point. If they yeah. want to have it be source of gear, that's fine. If not, that's fine because we're all effectively doing the same thing. But it feels weird that I would be trying to prog Criterion and the best thing I could do right now is go get some weekly lockout loot from Savage. The uh, there's this is such a weird line because there's a couple points you brought up. A, this is like eight weeks after the the Savage race. We do know that uh, six point four and six point five will introduce uh, more <laughs> ass is what they're calling the uh, the Savage mode. Another Sildian sub terrain. Oh, uh, you gotta love our acronyms within the community. But um, beyond that, like uh, the fear that a lot of people have had with this piece of content is all of a sudden you introduce a manual kind of grind and if this is actually your be all end all in a reverse kind of way what you just said is that there is kind of that if you want to really be efficient go to this other kind of piece of content and the, it's such a there's going to be this absolutely weird line for uh, the the game to kind of walk as it kind of fills out where this piece of content is going to sit uh in the long run and when it comes down to it, I, I mean, even Dante in here saying and doing a Savage Rewards also uh, really not worth it to go into Savage. Uh, this is would this be something where, oh man, I think like when when just listening to you talk that the thing that just keeps popping over in my mind is how great would it be if just even materia added into your item level in a, in a, in that kind of way and so in that visible way. I don't know if that makes it to where you're literally being able to get that additional power stat to go actually make it a little bit uh, like easier but in some form of step up progression of investment into the current gear that you have because you go get that um you know non-upgradable but you brought up the twines that would be an excellent source uh being of uh, of difficulty but the question of difficulty then comes into are we talking about just criterion or are we talking about criterion savage because the, the what i'm hearing is that people are even struggling within just kind of that that mid-tier and it's it's hard it's weird for me to call it a mid tier because I've I've heard people say that that's challenging enough. What do you think? I mean, it's at least extreme. Um, the difference with an extreme is that you have seven other people, and so depending on the extreme, there are times that you could die and still see a clear. As opposed to when you drop things to four, there's really a lot less room for that. When somebody dies in a four man, it it hurts, and it's one of the reasons Joshua P said he was hesitant to add dungeons to it because he's like that level of personal accountability drives friction. Um, the item level thing is more of a UI choice. Uh, I, I do think that having materia reflect in the level would be cleaner, especially for things like Party Finder. Uh, when people go and put I-30 as the requirement for Party Finder uh, because what they're trying to do is a speed run, that sounds really logical, except when you have some classes that BIS technically takes them below 630. And so they've had access to all the Savage loot, and that's just literally not better. Um, so I, I do think that kind of cleaning some of that up would help. Uh, especially with newer players getting into that level of content. I personally don't care what the item level of mine is. Uh, that's just a general level of information. Like knowing the horsepower on a car doesn't determine your zero to 60 time. Like it's a good base number to know, but it's not the be all end all if you're really going to get really gritty about it. Um, no, I, I think I want legitimate power to come from it. It's not that I want the loot from it to just drop at 628. It's that I want it to drop with 628 stats. Mm -hmm. uh, it, it's the stats that I want. I want higher base stats. Um, having gotten my first relic and that literally bypassing the EX weapon, which I hadn't gotten the weapon yet, um, 
right. I want something like that. I want something to come in and and come in. Maybe it could have come in at exactly the base level of the relic. Uh, and then we could have through the Sildene subterrain seen it kind of upgrade or something like mm -hmm. that. Do you think um, that upgrade might actually come down later? Because you said that like there's obviously where we see in the history and trajectory of any kind of patch schedule where, yeah, like that. Oh, turns out that was point point four where they added that system in. Yeah, I mean, first of all, this is a game that's really good about taking feedback in, eventually. Um, you have to be incredibly patient sometimes, but it, they really do listen, and they really have steered the game to try to satisfy uh, as many people as possible in as many facets of the game as possible. And that has pros and cons. Um, you talk about some of them in your kind of thoughts coming out of Endwalker. Um, and there are pros and cons to all of that. So... I'm not that worried about the loot being something they could never adjust because all that is is adding a loot table to a future Sildene subterrain and, and that entire portion of that goes away. Mm -hmm. um, not adding loot to the first one from an analytics-only standpoint is really good. Uh, I think the, the, first, the first of anything, you want to know, do people like it? Do people not? Mm -hmm. Is it something people will do over and over? Is it not? And why? And if you start tying it to other things, one of the problems where I think World of Warcraft really struggles is that uh, anytime they put a system in, people go, wouldn't it be cool if I could progress that doing other things? Yeah. That sounds really good. And World of Warcraft always answers yes. And they ins they tie it to every other system. And the downside of that, as opposed to a more siloed game um, like Guild Wars 2, or in this case, Final Fantasy 14, where it feels like, oh, so I'm only doing this content for the sake of it, is that you can look at the percentage of players that are playing it and know that a, a really high chunk of that number legitimately enjoys it or is trying it for the first time. So if you just back out everybody who's got 10 tries or less, that's your core group that actually seems to like this. Um, and you're not in danger of that being polluted by, oh, some of them just really like that it gives savage loot. Mm -hmm. um, because players will optimize the fun out of anything. And so when you so when you create a path to optimization, you pollute your data. So I, I don't necessarily get that worried about the first one because first of all, they're capable of learning. They've proven it time and time again. Yeah. And second of all, if you were ever going to make the mistake of not enough loot, like the first one is the perfect time to do that. Now I want to so. jump into uh, Kippy's comment, but first, uh, Chris, we've got some kind of big plans for the 30th. Uh, I, and also, you've been working on some reaction content uh, as well that should be uh, rolling out across. You've got some kind of strategy. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Why don't you take a, a moment as we've made it halfway through the Criterion discussion to say to tell uh, people what's happening? I mean, TLDR, I'd like to post some videos to YouTube for, for a change. Uh, and so so that's that's really it, is I haven't posted in like two months. Um, so we've been, we've been kind of generating, we've been doing some guide stuff. People have known that I've been building kind of, uh, uh, I have all of the quest text from Final Fantasy 14 now. So like I've been enjoying some of the discussions when we can go chase something down, um, asking like, hey, when was this said? And it's like, well, we can go find that. Uh, and it's not that that information doesn't exist. That information is widely public through any number of wikis. Uh, I personally prefer Gamer Escape. But uh, when you're trying to search when something was said, not just once, but how many times it was said across all of it, it's really slow to search wikis. Um, compared to having a PDF, uh, all of the quest text up to patch 6.2 is only a 23 meg file. And so if you have that locally on your machine, you can just control F and it just, and it just, it's, it's awesome. It's awesome. 
Um, but the goal is to grow that into something a great deal more. So I want to go populate that PDF with like every Q&A Yoshi's ever done. Um, which is the reason that's not a publicly, I cannot, people have been like, Hey, can I get a copy of that? No. Um, because the goal is to go put a bunch of articles and stuff in there. And while I will have the sources and stuff, I don't think it's fair to just go distribute other people's websites. Um, and so I want to just kind of pollute it into one big thing. And I really just want to treat it like a textbook that you can take notes in. Uh, so I've been working on that. And then the goal is to have that all turn into more YouTube content. Um, so that's what I'm up to. You're up to way more. Oh yeah, I'm always up to way more things. So the um, but no, you would you want to talk about the thirtieth and the giveaways that you've got planned? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Thank yeah, you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So on the thirtieth, guys, you guys blew through our subscriber goal for October. Um, so we're gonna do a big long stream and thank you guys, everybody who's subscribed. I'll export a list right before that stream. Everybody who's publicly subscribed over on Twitch, um, which means they've been gifted us up, they've shared Prime with us. Any method of getting on that list. Uh, we're going to say thank you to you by name, like we've been doing. Um, and then we're going to be doing giveaways, and you don't have to be set for that. Just come hang out. Uh, so, the first giveaway is this Alice doll, which I revealed like a week ago. And then late last week, I revealed that obviously we can't give away Alice unless we're also going to give away an Alphano. Now, unfortunately, they're going to be separated because I doubt they go to the same person. There's no rules against winning twice, so best of luck to you. But the third reward is not what we've revealed yet. And this is my wife's favorite. This is my wife's favorite. It's probably my favorite. Um. Oh no, he's oh, no. green. He's green. He's green. <laughs> he's green. He's green. We didn't plan for this. Stand by. Okay, I can see the green screen now. Can you? Yeah. Okay, because on my screen I'm black. Oh, now it's back. Oh nope. It came How back. How's it back? <laughs> it just keeps on surviving. Can't kill that green screen. Oh. None. None, 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 none. none. Background. We're doing it live, guys. We're doing it live. Hey, there it is. Oh, no, you're it's frozen. You're frozen. <laughs> no, I'm not. I can't. I literally see you on my screen frozen. You're Better? just, no. <laughs> it's, oh, he's disconnected too. It's, that was, oh my gosh, so unplanned. And yet at the same time, so absolutely funny. We're going to show you our third reveal. And then literally like, <laughs> all right, I see him moving. I see him moving again. I, I hear. The, yeah, you're here and the green screen's up. So da, 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 It's an da, otter. <laughs> oh, that was so freaking funny. Right. I absolutely he's hope an otter. He's holding that. a little lamp. Um, Yeah, he's holding a lamp. If you guys haven't seen the notifications for like, uh, bits and subs over on Twitch. Chris has been taking the clips that you guys make and turning those into uh, in into those notifications. And every time now that it happens, it literally kills me. Like I, any any gift is always ends up having me almost rolling on the floor because it's just these moments from our history. You could literally see Chris's hair sometimes like growing rapidly depending on kind of what is happening over on Twitch. But uh, yeah, guys, so uh, that's going to be kind of the big plan. Um, we'll be over here and on Twitch. Like, that's like what we did last time. Uh, I'll be watching kids intermittently, so I'll be dipping in and out as I as I typically do, as in fashion, dad mode fashion. Um, but yeah, so hopefully you guys uh, come hang out for the 30th. It's going to be a big, uh, big old bash. Uh, we open cool. up voice comms as well, so it ends up being a lot of fun. Now, um, we talked about, obviously, gear progression. We talked about kind of the reception of it. Um, what, like, as you've been playing it, like, 
what 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 are you getting a read from the overall community in terms of uh, this piece of content? Because I've heard a lot of different mixed uh, reviews, mostly all in the positive side. Something like I would summarize that if there was any kind of negative that I've seen over the last couple of days, because as I've kind of consumed content, it's it's only negative in that it wasn't what I was expecting, but it's still actually really, really good. We're really happy that it's here. Uh, but just like you kind of wanting some improvements. So what do you want to AC down the road? But it, are you getting any other reads from the community, especially while you stream? Are people frustrated by the lack of rewards or like what, what what's the read there? I mean, the general read when you first taste it is is it's good. The jump to um, ASS has been high, but I think overall people are enjoying that. And as strategies start to come out that will take any of the puzzle aspects and will give uh ideally the most simplified solution is what we typically work to as a community um as we move to those simplified solutions it should be fine and that'll allow people to focus more on the dps check and stuff which if you don't have savage gear as tome gear drops and stuff like that that will also get a little bit easier so i think people will be able to get those clears uh the fact that there's no real additional incentive for doing savage beyond the sake of it and that's not like oh ultimate's like that yeah but ultimate still gives a title and a glowy weapon like this is this is truly nothing um i think there is a lot of frustration around the loot uh, <laughs> uh thank you tiffany for three months in advance uh and so i i think the the reward sends to be most of it now on the casual end on the story mode there was some frustration that the reward that there's really no reason to do it after you've done one of each path of the 12 paths but in my mind there's no reward when the expansion uh when expansion is dropped for doing fates in a zone once you capped that vendor until you capped all the vendors and then the tickets added so knowing that we're going to get a 545 and mm -hmm. a 555 criterion dungeon um they could go in if they wanted to and add a bicolor type system to it uh, either with this expansion or with next expansions criterion, because the other advantage of this system is that it doesn't sound like it's something Yoshi P wants to be one and done. Um, and so to keep comparing it to wow, because I think there's a lot of good news coming out of wow lately. So to just rag on him for some past news, um, <laughs> the, 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 one of the big frustrations about garrisons was that he basically said it cost them like an entire raid tiers of development resources. But then the question is, then why the hell did you let it die? Like, why would you invest that much to just burn it down? Um, it, you know, so. Yeah. People like or don't like garrisons in their current state, but their current state is they only got one expansion of iteration. That expansion only got two patches. So imagine if garrisons were 10, 12, 14 patches in, how much better they could be. Um, and so I, I'm hopeful that with Criterion, like this is one of the issues I have with Halo Infinite is they're adding maps, but like they're still at like seven maps. So like you gotta, you gotta do more than that. Um, and Especially I'm because they the have done more than that. Cool. Like if we're going to just dunk on Halo as Halo fans, as people who are like, I would play Infinite now, but like their entire structure is just broken. And the thing is, is they've introduced such a great concept in buy a battle pass, keep your battle pass that it's like, why can't you guys be the shining star? Why are you guys so upside down? Right. And so <laughs> welcome to my mini Halo rant, but They've done more like in the past, we've gotten multiple map pack. Like it's like, and here they are like, yeah, here's one for the arena. Here's one for this other mode, like the big team, et cetera. And it's like, you guys used to be the pioneers. You guys used to be the city on the hill. You guys used to be the North star. Now you guys don't even know what the hell you're doing. And you're like locked into this weird placation to the point where you just don't release anything good. 
anyway. it's fine. Just play Master Chief or Halo Five. Well, it's that's fine. the thing. Uh, Master Chief Collection is like that's. I want actually. I would probably just want to go. They're both back included in Game Pass. So exactly. It's fine. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you for Game Pass. Um, it's fine. Um, all right. So if I you just guys uninstalled Halo Infinite, installed Halo Five, and I immediately liked Halo again. It's fine. <laughs> it's like, uh, so like, now Kempy here says like as we uh, I wanted to bring him up because uh, this is a pretty common complaint that they're seeing is why am I getting all this Savage gear? There's no content to use in it. Now it's the opposite, and folks have just mo- moved on to another excuse. Now that Savage content is valuable in this content because Criterion is actually level sync uh, uh, gear sync capped at 635, which is the current cap, meaning as the gear score goes up this will always present some level of challenge to as the community at this tier what do you think um i I think that i think that what kippy says would hold a little more weight for me if they were the same system so when baldesian arsenal released um you and i had already bowed off the eureka train we got off at the second stop with everybody else uh and but there were many stops along the way and when baldesian and i was like why am i doing this it's just going to expire with next expansion and um, why am I doing this if there's no content to use it in, right? Mm-hmm. To, to use the exact phrase here. And then Baldizian Arsenal dropped and it was like, oh, that's why. And I felt really dumb for getting off the train. Now, um, I don't I don't regret previous me making the best decision based on the information at the time, but what did you and I do with Shadowbringers? We stayed on that freaking train because <laughs> if they had something else, I want to be able to do it. Um, and so I was on that train day and date throughout. And... Uh, but this is not pandemonium subterrain. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's not only narratively in a different place, but it's a totally unrelated system. You don't have to have cleared any quests from pandemonium to do it. Uh, and so to have the gear from system one be mandatory for two. gear in system two would be weird. Now it's not totally mandatory. You can do it in six tens or, or tome gear, um, but it doesn't feel as linked. It feels linked because PVE is like the big tie that binds but like technically at that point you would argue that like oh higher item level helps me clear my tribe quests faster each day like it, it doesn't it's super loose as a connection in my opinion um so i think they're separate complaints i think they're separate complaints is why so i don't think that it's moved on to another excuse i think it's a totally different frustration around a totally different connection game um within the context of like all of these complaints are within PVE of a singular MMORPG. So it's already a very niche complaint, um, but they are two separate niche complaints. Now, as I say, and also not having a checkpoint in ass, which is such a, which is, thank you, Yoshi P for that name. Uh, this is a little bit of a letdown only because you have 90 minutes to prog and it takes like 20 minutes to get to the final boss uh, with a solid group. Then they disband. Um, do you think that also is going to just get solved with time as more people's strategies get developed that, if it takes 20 minutes to get to the final boss that we see that step itself down on, on that note, outside of the final boss. So like we've seen dungeons become so like the normal dungeons become so streamlined that it's like, Oh, I didn't, I, I usually get this down 10, 12 minutes maybe. And then uh, if it's a slow group that it's like 20 minutes or something like that, um, where this is actually requiring a little bit more of a time investment. What do you think? I don't know. I mean, first of all, maybe it could increase the time. They know how, they have that tech for that. They already increased the time after duty complete to allow you to do things like screenshots and distribute loot. So mm-hmm. like that already takes place. Um, so maybe it could increase the time that offsets that. Because I think the problem with the optimized strategies is that will help some groups get there faster. But then what will the the other side of that is what will happen is a group that wipes once or twice to the first boss will get disbanded earlier. 
because people will have less tolerance. They'll go, well, my last group did this in 12 minutes and you're pushing 18 minutes and they'll bail. Uh, so I think you'll, you'll offset some of the gains there. Um, I, I don't know the, I think it just comes down to like, what's the benefit? What's the rewards? So I think just some challenge log stuff that helped give tomes each week, right. For mm, killing yeah. those ads. Oh, wow. Um, yeah. People who, who have never ever experimented with uh, fractals or mythic plus like ads can be system. dangerous. Ads can be dangerous yeah. and ads in, we just had that video go live not that long ago about like what happens when a tank wants to pull wall to wall or when a party wants to pull the wall to wall and the other isn't true. What happens with that? You know, you, mm -hmm. you pull, you tank it like who who's really at fault here. And ultimately what it comes down to is that there is a significant portion of the player community that considers dungeon ads literally trash like as the term it's just garbage it's nothing there's no reason to be concerned about it and that's not true when you move into hard mode dungeons as a matter of fact in hard mode dungeons when you slightly modify things like you do the destiny to bullet sponge mentality mm -hmm. it hits harder it takes more hits to kill on bosses that have avoidable mechanics it actually like if you're already in the habit of avoiding mechanics perfectly it does it doesn't make them that much harder it just means execute for longer or execute cleaner but on ads, it really adds up quickly on the trash. Like it makes that really hard. And, and like when I've done Mythic Plus, like I for the bosses, I feel like we've just pulled it. But for the ads, I feel like we've had to stop and say, OK, what are we doing here? Because you're on a timer and we're going to spend time talking about this because the order we pull these things in matters. Mm -hmm. The um, it's it's really interesting. Obviously, uh, NAS is continuing to keep us up to date talking about how it's slow pull and the tank pulled the first two uh ads and died instantly just from auto attacks so oh, yeah. they're not they're not messing around oh, yeah which i like that's what i think we've been wanting i think that's what we've been wanting in terms of that hard mode content it's just going to be a, an adjustment in the expectation right you know all of a sudden when those things start you know actually becoming a threat i i hope that's you know long-term successful and in terms of it i think essentially one of the things that will be interesting to see is that as we only have kind of three difficulties you have variant uh, you have Criterion and you have, uh, you know, Savage. My my thought is that my hope would have been, and I don't know if we'll see this over the course of the next couple of weeks or months, but the Criterion and the Savage have a set path where Variant has different paths. It'd be interesting to see if, like, over week, over week or whatever, the Criterion's path would be updated or something like that, so you end up having a little bit of variability. But in that variability, you would probably end up easily incentivizing, like, oh, this is the week where it's really easy to get your uh, your criterion clear because mechanic-wise, you know, this, that, or the other thing, people will optimize the, uh, the fun out of it. But what do you think? I mean, so... 14 or guild wars and and wow are just two examples of systems where i've messed around on these mm -hmm. um fractals and mythic plus already have this and there are weeks that people groan and there are weeks that it's fine um and you're like oh what an easy week but ultimately like if the yeah. reward structure is do it this many weeks in a row people do it anyway mm -hmm. and so if you end up tying this to relic progression if you end up tying this to a weekly challenge log if you end up tying this to um collect all 12 criterion paths or something like that then a system like that would be fine um your challenge log idea is actually really freaking solid like the, the idea of adding that in as a part of the system i don't know if it's day one but it's like down the road where it's like hey we've added challenge log stuff for this stuff here's tomes here's pot shards you know all, all the all whatever the reward structure ends up being like that could be really interesting to see because you could tie it to add kills and you know like even if you don't get a win-win you know oh cool we've we've made some progress 
and it doesn't right. end up feeling like it's all or nothing, which right. ends up being a personal frustration of mine. It's like when, when the reward is tied behind a clear and you're not getting your clear, I think that creates tension within, uh, within any kind of raid group uh, or even, you know, party. Yeah, I mean, you can make it four boss kills or five boss kills. And if it happens to be five hamsters, because you never get further than that, that's fine. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, I, I don't know exactly. I think something has to change with the reward structure. But like I said, that, that could already be in place. Like they could add that with 5.35 or 6.35 with the relic being tied to it. And it would look like an answer to a question we're asking now, even though it was already planned. Yeah. Um, so like it's possible the answers to these questions are already coming. Uh, regardless of us asking them. But we happen to be playing a game that is very good at taking feedback. So if they're not planned, they're probably listening to us right now. Mm -hmm. um, so I, I'm not that worried about it. It's just like things that I would love to see mature as the system matures. I don't think the answer is, well, it wasn't perfect out of the gate, so drop it. Uh, I, I do think they need to. And I like that there's not a requirement to do it every week. So that if you miss a week, it's not a big deal. Yeah. So I would be careful adding rewards that started to tie you too much to um, there's already people that feel like they need to do unreal every week. There's already people that feel like they have to cap tomes every week. And I don't think the goal should be to add as many weekly lockout things as we can to 14 so that somebody feels like, well, if you didn't do all 27 things, you should probably just unsubscribe. Like it just, <laughs> I don't, I don't want to get to that point. Yeah. So I do like that it feels like do it when you want. And if you don't have the gear score to do it with your friends now, and you guys want to wait until you get three more tone pieces each, you can, you can just put, you can put the pause on it and it doesn't hurt you. Um, so it's, it's good. Do you not have to fight the ads to be, reach the boss? Okay. So Christopher's asking how this works because we've been talking about this for a bit and there might be some people listening, but a little bit confused. So basically there is variant um, where we, we go through a story mode. This can be done solo up to four and it just scales accordingly. Mm -hmm. um, and it's honestly not a difficulty where the ads of the boss matter and you get to make choices and you go through an NPC who says like, I would go left, but you do what you do. Uh, and so it kind of steers you through. Um, the next step of which criterion, there's no variability. And what you have to do is you have to clear all of the ads before a boss unlocks and you're on a timer. If you wipe during any time of that, they stay dead. Anything you've killed stays dead. And so you just slowly kind of slam yourself into it and you're, you're trying to progress through. And, and the timer is the instance lockout, mm -hmm. um, which sounds like it's not that much of a timer in a normal dungeon, but in here, like 90 minutes really will be. Um, and then you have to clear the boss and you work your way through, but everything stays dead unless you have to reset the lockout. Um, in Savage... Ever you have to clear it all in one go. It's like Deliberum Savage. If you die, the whole instance restarts. Uh, and then the ads and everything have like an echo that they pick up. Like they get kind of mad longer. if you take too long. Uh, so it gets harder for taking longer. So it starts to act as like a soft enrage. Um, but there's no real incentive to do Savage other than saying you did Savage. So that's kind of how it works. Um, Basically, you have 24 minutes from the first poll in Savage is, is what Pride says here. Yeah, so we'll uh, uh, we'll continue to keep you guys up to date because we I know... haven't killed the hamster yet. You haven't killed the hamster yet? No, I spent a lockout fighting a hamster right. and had a blast getting my face kicked in. We made <laughs> it to the eight brooms and stuff, but now I understand their strategies and stuff coming out. So maybe it would be easier if I went back in. Yeah, we'll see. A little uh, more knowledge. We'll see. Uh, are, are, what's your plan? What do you stream today? 14? It's Monday. I need to progress my dragon and guild wars, but we got to start in 14 by progressing my story alt because I'm still working my way through stories. So that goes first every day. Okay. And then, uh, and then on to guild wars. You got any reaction content playing for the day that people can be excited about? 
I have a bunch pulled up, so as we get time, yeah, I need to see how big this dragon step is. Yeah, okay, cool. Uh, TLDR, uh, for anybody who has not been following the content uh, and uh, kind of my frustrations with it, uh, this has just obviously built, been building up over the years. Finishing off Endwalker, finishing off Omni 90, um, what it ended up coming to kind of a, a questionable head where I was originally concerned, but in a way very relieved and very peaceful with it is when uh, Criterion came out the same day as New World's update, and I found myself literally not wanting to play 14. Um, you know, it was just like, oh, I, I want to spend time, and I continue to spend time in New World, which I have been just enjoying for the over the last year. I know I'll get people thinking, uh, somebody already said, you're just jumping on the hype train for New World. It's like, oh, uh, yeah, no, I've been, I've been leading the charge um, for the last year with this game. And when it came down to it, uh, you know, I look at uh, over 13 years, over, over I think roughly 130,000, hours spent uh talking dreaming uh you know covering this game that it was just like wait a minute like and walker feels like a really good natural exit and so what i say in the video and chris you know you might react to it i kind of give my reasons and what i'm focusing it on uh in terms of family comedy and uh and it's like when it comes down to being like trying to split my my time between a lot of different games that require investment just isn't um isn't healthy and so uh, I found myself going like, yeah, I've had a lot of uh, critique, a lot of complaints, a lot of frustrations with the development and history, uh, 14, especially since Stormblood. And the point is, is that, you know, and I'm, I'm good. I'm, I, I finished the story. It felt like a natural uh, exit point for the game itself for me as a somebody who's been around just for the story, but working on the controller guides for the community. And so my plan is I'm going to finish the controller guide series, which I only have six left to go. And, and then essentially I'm going to be asking the question is, will 14 invite me back in? So most likely that seems like 7.0 might be a natural time to come back and, and kind of play through the story if I just want to become a, a story player. Um, but I'm not committing or promising that 7.0 will actually bring me back. Uh, we have FanFest coming up and I want to go see everybody and hang out. Um, so right now I guess I'm going to keep my subscription to 14 so that way I can you know, if we don't get media pass tickets, you know, hopefully get tickets and come out and hang out with everybody. But um, yeah, that's just where, where I'm at with it. And at the end of the day, like if being able to kind of, you know, share that with everybody felt very, uh, very, uh, you know, very peaceful. Like it just felt like a weight was off my shoulders. And so, yeah, um, I, I know the, the, the feedback that I continue to provide 14 just isn't feasible to their current design and budget. And so uh, who knows if that will change. Um, but why be mad at a game when I've had nothing but a, a good experience with it. And I think now it's time to make my, my exit with 14. That's the TLDR. I mean, yeah. Okay. So TLDR, Brian is, you know, kind of packing up his stuff and, and slowly saying farewell to the game for now. Uh, and there may not ever be a return date. Um, there probably will still be. finish, probably know. still finish everything that's on his plate. So, you know, as he kind of finished up the last six controller guides, there hasn't been like an insane rush on those. So they'll, mm. they'll, they'll, they'll get there when they get there. So still for the foreseeable future, um, it's, it's everything is normal, but I think it helps give some context. We've been getting a lot of comments lately about when Brian and I disagree on something. Um, there have been people who have said that the way Brian has phrased the way he disagrees with me um, in a way that feels like antithetical to the direction 14 is going. Mm -hmm. And so there have been people that have said like, I just don't know if 14 is the right game for Brian right now um, in the comments. And like, that's been conversations that you and I've been having 
anyway mm-hmm. like yeah yeah out, outside of videos so like i it's it's completely logical that there's a point and it's something that i've been really frustrated with some other content creators that instead leverage all of their complaints at the game um and say like this game has has screwed me this game has lied to me and they yeah. get really frustrated at a game or a genre uh when it feels like okay well the game just went its path and you went yours um you know it's not like you're married filing jointly like like it's just <laughs> just take a step back and play something else yeah um, exactly it, it flip to a different game flip to a different genre uh, and as you continue to evolve in what you want from games and as the game continues to evolve, it's possible you cross paths again. There's no reason to go to the point where you're bitter towards each other. Um, 100%. And that's where I see a lot of people. And the reason why I wanted to actually share the video that I made is that I've taken breaks from 14 before. Like, I usually have just taken them privately because it's like, yeah, of course, I'm just taking a break. Um, this feels very, very complete. But even in the video, I talk about like, the, the opportunity for the game to invite me back in the opportunity for my kids at one point to sit down and say, Hey dad, I want to play 14. Then at the answer is like, absolutely. I have no ill will to the time that I spent in 14, but there are things and systems that I, I find appealing and I find those appealing and enjoyable in other games. And so you've always asked me, it's like, well, like, why aren't you playing that game more? And it's like, well, you know, like there's things, there's hooks, there's, there's a sense of, you know, there's a sense of responsibility that I feel like, I have. And one of the questions that I was like, for those who actually like watch the video, like it did bring out the 14 defense force uh, to a degree. But overall, like, again, the likes on that video were like really well, the overwhelmingly positive comments. And then, of course, you're going to I'm not going to focus in on the negative Andes out there um, because they're not worth the time. But the uh, like outside of that, it's like those who watched it. It's like, well, I have a lot of history with the game. You and I are still going to cover live letters here. And I say that up to the point where if it causes more hurt, if people are like, this guy doesn't even play the game, you know, like, and it really starts upsetting a, a, a vast majority of the, the the community, I'd be willing to have that conversation and say, I'm not going to do it at that point. But I don't actually see that as a future because despite like the negative Andes out there that, you know, tend to pop up from time to time, like they're, they're off in their corner just being negative and hateful. M- most likely, I think people would enjoy my perspective because ultimately what I'm going to be watching the game for is is this my re-entry point is this the time where they're going to invite me back in but that's why i always want to be very clear i'm not saying that i'm coming back for 7.0 i would like it if the game invited me back and it's going to have to be it's more than story it's going to have to be systems because i felt like i've i've played a completed story and to go you know chunk by chunk i would rather them go and develop their story and at some point whether it was 8.0 or 9.0 to come back and be like okay cool here's this Here's this yeah, grand pandemonium so much. It'd be so hard not to stay through six four to see that. Uh, um, I'll, so uh, I'll wait till I, let people tell me. <laughs> I, I, I think that um, the other thing with live letters is like I'm playing more of the game than ever before in like breadth and depth. Mm-hmm. So like it would still be the two of us covering it. Um, so I don't actually feel it's a bad thing to have somebody in the room that's asking questions that you know. Sometimes we forget. Um, I think a lot of work to game has been a landing page for people just getting started in the game. Mm -hmm. Um, And there were a ton of people sharing comments in your comment section on both of your videos about like, you know, that you or us were the reason they got into 14. Mm -hmm. And so we've continued to try to like, we've actually, we talked about your brother playing the game and that we would pay his sub. This was back when the channel first started making like $10 a month. And we're like, we're going to pay the entire $10 a month and we'll pay his sub. But he has to play with us 
um, so that we can write down all those questions. And it was like a literally like, how do we make work to game better? And our, we were like the best $10 we could have would be to have somebody that we already know likes RPGs come tell us all of their questions about 14. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, so I, I think that's still fine. Uh, work to game started as Brian and I always like talking about video games and the game we most shared was Final Fantasy 14, but it has gone through phases where we've talked about other games on, on work to game. It's gone through phases where we exclusively talk about Final Fantasy seven times a day. Mm-hmm. Um, it's always been the dominant game, but like as we've shifted to less and less Final Fantasy coverage over the last year, um, I think it's been really clear. And I think to a lot of people, that's been a really fair chance to evaluate is that something they're interested in? And by and large, um, the the people who've been around seem to have been having a great time. We've been enjoying the discussions, but we have. We've been losing subscribers every single video, but that's not like that's we don't. What we want is a group of people that want to discuss video games with us. Right. And, and so I think one. in that goal, it's being successful. Algorithmically, it's doing terrible. But, <laughs> but I think eventually but, that but like, I think eventually that hits a point because I haven't been covering 14 over on Prime. And to see uh, all the subs lost uh, through that video is actually a really positive thing in my mind because they weren't watching my other content. In fact, I got a lot of comments. They're like, oh, what else are you going to talk about? It's like, well, I, I'm going to keep doing exactly what I've been doing. Like, uh, like we got into the first Ascend debate. I haven't had a chance to play it because guess what, guys? Like, I absolutely am so swamped with life. Like, this whole weekend was insane. Like, it was like, oh, are you going to do whatever this weekend? It's like... When was I home? I don't even like, and then when I'm home, I'm taking care of kids. So it's like, if I get the opportunity to talk about a game and play a game, that's going to be the case. People ask me if I'm going to be playing 16. It's like, well, once we refill and hopefully refill the savings account from, you know, this past summer of weirdness, uh, you know, if, and then if I walk into a store and find a PS5, well then yeah, absolutely. I'm going to be playing 16 day and day, uh, you know, in that regard. So it's like, I'm going to keep, you know, covering variety content that I, that I want to cover. I keep talking about kind of the issues and the subjects that I want to want to talk about. And algorithmically, you know, if you if they were, people aren't going to watch that content in the first place, then I honestly don't really want them to subscribe because that's just that actually suppresses the videos um, overall. And that's what that's why I, I've seen success in the multi-channel approach for me personally because, like, I like to I like to be able to make a three-minute video about a subject, and you know, because that's all it needs to be. And then in terms of variety, you end up having to do a lot of extra work and trying to get that video in front of people. And, and, and I don't like that approach. I don't like that, that, um, you know, what you have to do to get somebody to watch a video that if it's not their normal reason why they subscribe, because ultimately, uh, the big, the biggest number is that we know that people usually subscribe for a game over the creator and finding people who sub for the creator over a game is, is essentially like the, the, the best thing that could possibly happen, but it is the, it is the rare egg. It is the shiny Pokemon. Uh, in that regard, it has downsides as well. Um, mm-hmm. It has, right? The, I think parasocial relationships you've get really changed, dangerous. You've changed, man. You've changed. Um, like, I right. hope to and God so I like, have. <laughs> so I, so I, I think the question is then, like, how do we tackle subjects where you are less educated on fourteen mm-hmm. um, as a result of stepping back? And yeah. I've had the same um, criticism of people that criticize WoW as they switch to 14. My question is, how do they stay relevant? Like their knowledge is relevant the first day they step out. But once it's been two months, six months, a year, two years, how do they retain that? And like you guys have seen me doing collabs with Rin Karagani and stuff when I had questions about the state of Savage, because honestly, at that point, my thought would be, 
why would Brian and I be the perfect people anyway? We should be inviting people who are more of those experts. Um, so it's a great chance to do more collabs and bring back more podcasts to kind of bring that educated view into the room. Mm -hmm. um, and that allows us to be educated on way more topics than Brian and I ever could, because yeah. there is an expert for anything, um, which is absolutely wonderful. Uh, and then Crail asks like, okay, well then how does monetization work? And this is something that Brian and I don't typically talk about. Um, but monetization is already something that Brian and I split. Um, that's already something that happens. So to kind of just TLDR it without, because it, it does change from time to time because mm -hmm. what we do changes. Um, since I do the majority of the work on Twitch, I take the majority of the pay. Um, mm -hmm. and then we negotiate on what that percentage is based on, there's a lot of behind the scenes stuff as well. Um, and kind of how things affect it. So it's not necessarily like just divide live hours like that isn't actually a good representation of right. what makes twitch successful um and then ginger prime is totally a brian thing that's why when we were dual streaming live streams and brian was over on ginger prime and i was on work to game like we back before twitch loosened up there like you can't dual stream we weren't like that is a totally separate thing i have no ownership over that as opposed to i do have ownership over um work to game i get and the gaming kinda. for youtube yeah. Yeah, yeah so and so then gaming kind of is me um, gaming kind of sits much, much closer to work to game for me because they're both in the same drop down. Um, and so gaming kind is me and it's something that's been more hit or miss, but obviously is I want to talk about 14 more often than, um, Brian may want to, then the absolute top topics can continue over here. And then as we get into things like what's going on with this one particular reward in Island Sanctuary that can shift over there or, and that can be where those discussions from stream go. Mm -hmm. yeah. Um, so when people donate um, or support us, like Krikov with 13 months, Thank you for uh, that all gets divided out. So there have been people sometimes that come in and, and make a donation to you or I when like work to games live, either on Twitch or on YouTube and say, hey, make sure the other one gets some of this. Oh, yeah. And they that do. already yeah. takes place. Yeah. Uh, the YouTube side is dead 50-50. has been that way for more months than not. Um, the Twitch side shifts a little more because the work going into it shifts well, a little and, more. And Twitch is, is like you have a couple things happening at the moment. Like you have their ad incentive, uh, which you guys have been seeing, and especially you've seen other creators, uh, you know, talk about. That's why one of the best things that you guys can do non-financially is lurk on, on the Twitch stream. Like when we say that, like, even if you're just like going to work and you're like, ah, eh, you know, I don't care if that Chris is playing Guild Wars today. Like, but if you are able to lurk on that stream, that helps drive up that ad incentive. And it's not really impacting you because you're just kind of lurking and it's just kind of running, uh, you know, on its own. Uh, and that helps actually drive people to the stream, regardless of what people think about the recommendations. What you still see is that it's a kingmaker system. The, the, the people who have the biggest numbers, uh, you know, tend to get the, you know, the lion's share of people coming in and checking out and discoverability. And so uh, YouTube, like when I talk to people about getting starting content creation, YouTube's discoverability is still the dominant factor. If you're not posting on YouTube, you're not getting discovered. And that's when, like what I've always talked with Chris is like, Chris has and will always have more time to stream than I do. Now, my kids go off to college, that could possibly change, but we're talking a long that's a long content creation career that usually spans longer than most content creators uh continue to do this but we have a passion for making videos we love talking about video games we'd be just we'd just still be doing this just less frequently um if it wasn't for y'all's support <laughs> yeah your brother your brother i was at dinner with your brother and a friend of mine the other night and uh the three of us guys were sitting there and they're like what would you do if you won the lottery and both of them as much as they love and get get feel immense pride in their careers said step one would be quit their job because they want to spend time with, you know, and 
and they're like, what would you do? And I was like, well, I would keep doing what I'm doing. Like I, like I legitimately like what I'm doing. So like, it wouldn't, it wouldn't change. Um, you know, maybe, maybe we move to giveaways instead of sponsorships. Like there's an inversion on which way the money's going, but like the, I would still be like, yeah, I still want to get up in the morning and play video games and talk about video games with people. Like yeah. that sounds like the goal, not, not the yeah. thing to get away from. Like, that's, that's the, the objective. Dream. I'm charging towards that. Yeah. My question right now is how do I do more of it? Yeah. Uh, and, uh, yeah, and so like, and for those of you who want to know, like uh, Chris primarily handles all the sponsorships. So it's like, he gets all of that, like, and that's just kind of our, our deal. Like I'm, like yeah, you know, like I'm much more split. I get I get stressed out by sponsorships. Like if you guys didn't ever seen, like it just stresses me out. I'm like ah, not worth it. <laughs> it's like as it hasn't been worth it. If it ever becomes worth it, like I'll let you guys know. But um, somebody's like you yeah, you should take on sponsorships. Since I get emails and I always just like I know we've actually done a couple sponsorships through Work to Game on Twitch and did not get paid for that work. Uh, and so it's like uh, I'm good. Like I, like uh, and so I I, I have it's a, a lot to manage for the fact that at the end the company may not pay you and these yeah. companies they're they're fly-by-night companies they pop up and fold so like you're wondering the entire time if you get so when you see a sign with a deal and then like i sign in again with them and i'm super excited about it it's easier be be more excited the second time because you just know that like they're gonna meet their end like if they're trying to like send you merch or they're gonna send merch out to a viewer like you do a giveaway you're like i hope they get it um it, and so as soon as you have somebody that's reputable you're like oh thank god like it's just that entire piece is removed like just all I wanted you was to do your job. Like, that's it. Thank you for, and like, I have sent them huge, profound thank you emails on like how wonderful they are for responding to emails and mailing out the things they said they'd mail. And they're like, really? And I'm like, you have no idea. You are in the top 10% of companies. You're doing amazing. Yeah. They're like, like but it's my job. I understand yeah. that. Yeah, we know. Uh <laughs> <laughs> you know. But yeah, we we thank you guys obviously for the support and and, and in terms of that, like the the option is always to continue to bring on experts. Work to game is always envisioned as that collaborative discussion, uh, you know, you know, piece and the fact that we'll be talking about more MMOs, which you've already seen happen over the last couple of months anyway, with Guild Wars, New World, uh, talking about Ashes of Creation, looking forward to like other upcoming games, etc. With uh, like a you know like a real interest and in hopefully giving you guys. Uh, like our real, uh, you know, expressions. That's one of the things that we feel like we have always brought, even when we know it costs us subscribers, even when we know it, we could, we would be much bigger if we just placated to uh, the group think that exists within gaming, etc. cetera. Uh, we want to, we want to continue to, uh, you know, give you guys our honest thoughts, not our, not our like bought and paid for thoughts that, you know, I'm not going to sit here and say anybody else is doing that. But, you know, at the end of the day, like we, we, we know, what we say sometimes rubs people the wrong way, but we feel like it's important to say it and we will. And you can guys can guarantee that's going to continue on uh, for the time uh, being. Now, Chris is going to continue being live over on Twitch. So we hope that you go hang out with him today because he's got lots of stuff. I'm really curious to see uh, what happens today. I'm sure we'll get some fun reactions out of the news. Somebody said that we're actually uh, trending on the official forms. So that's a new what? thing for us, uh, for me, I guess, uh, and what we talked about here today. So I haven't gotten a look. We'll see it, guys. Thanks so much for tuning in. We're going to head over to Twitch, and we'll see you next time. But until then, take care.